Welcome to Self-Awareness for Everyone. I'm your host, MJ Bleehart. I'll be your guide through conscious reality creation, tools for applied guidance for mindfulness, non-toxic positivity, and other applications of unselfish self-awareness. This week, why are feelings and emotions in a constant state of flux? Let's face it, everybody goes through good things, bad things, ups and downs, and stuff. Life is in constant motion, and things are always happening to us and around us and for us. And before you know it, you're finding yourself in a place going, hey, wait a minute, how did I get here? The thing is, you've had good days and bad days, days in between, completely middle days where nothing really happened, and it just it's so hard to know what tomorrow's going to bring. You can't go back to yesterday. All you can do is be here now. But recognize this. Nobody, and I mean nobody, lives a perfect life. Nobody ever experiences just one single emotion or feeling. There is nobody who is always, always happy. Similarly, there's nobody who's always, always down. Life is in motion, and we are going to have multiple emotions, multiple feelings. And you know what? That's a good thing. Why? Because we need to experience it all. That's part of what life is all about. Recently, I've come to the idea that I believe I figured out the meaning of life, and it's not some grand, glorious scheme having to do with powers that be, or God, or fate, or destiny, or anything of that nature. I think it is far, far simpler. So simple, in fact, that we disregard what it actually is. And I believe the meaning of life is this, to live Living is the meaning of life. It's to have experiences. It's to be part of things. It's to meet people, learn things, see things, do things, and be. We are not merely meant to survive and just be. We are designed to create, to grow, to thrive in ways no other creature on this planet is capable of. And that begins by improving upon our existing self awareness. This is a big part of why I share this idea of self-awareness for everyone, because everyone is capable of this. Feelings and emotions are in a constant state of flux because life is in a constant state of flux. Change is inevitable. No matter what you desire, change can, will, and does happen. But I'll get deeper into that going forward here. I want to get into why it's a good thing that nobody experiences just the singular emotion of any kind. Because there are so many things to be learned from the good, from the bad, even from the stuff that's pretty much indifferent. There's always an opportunity to learn, to grow, to have an experience that influences your life. And that can be absolutely amazing. But you must choose to recognize how it can impact you, how that can be amazing. But one of the things that gets really complicated with all of this is that life is made up of many, many paradoxes. There are so many uncountable extremes in this world, and most of us exist somewhere between 
any given extreme. But we live in an extremist society where they love to talk about good and bad, right and left, blue and red. Take your pick. It's all over the place and we're always looking at the extremes. But by and large, nobody lives on either end of the extreme. We live somewhere between it. This plays into change. Change is an absolutely constant inconstant because change is always happening. You are not who you were as a 10-year-old child unless you happen to be a 10-year-old child. Now, mentally and emotionally, you might still be stuck there. That's a whole other animal. But physically, if you are over the age of 10 and you're an adult, let's say, you are not your 10-year-old self. Your body has drastically changed. And that's change that everybody experiences. Virtually nobody, because there's always exceptions to the rules, virtually nobody hasn't had change occur in their life. This can be thrilling and motivating, and it can improve upon where you are, because nothing is stuck in any one place. And this can mean a lot of different things for a lot of different people, but there's always something new to be learned. That's something that's really hard to wrap your head around sometimes. But it's amazing because we live in this world that is in a constant state of change. And there's so many cool things to experience. And right now, today, all the technology we have. We didn't have this when I was growing up. I look at what my friend's kids are going to be dealing with and what they are getting to play with and some of the fascinating tools at their disposal. And yeah, there's a little bit of me that's kind of the old man shouting at the cloud going, no, that's crazy. What's wrong with your people? But there's also part of me that's really excited by this tech and by the things that are happening in the world around me. And that is part of that constant flux when it comes to the state of feelings and emotions. This is how they change. Because one day something that you look at as being awful, the next day you might look at as being really kind of cool. It's amazing how that happens. And often, you don't even know it happened until it already has. Change has been a part of your life, it's been a part of my life, and it is a constant. You cannot stop it because it is the one and only constant in the entire universe. More often than not, you get to choose how it's going to impact you. Sometimes you can make shifts to it, you can alter it, you can avoid it to a certain degree, you can even change it again. And this is where the idea of impermanence from Buddhism is super, super helpful because nothing is permanent. Nothing's written in stone. What is true today might not be true tomorrow. What you know to be a fact today might be disproven scientifically tomorrow. Change is constant and it's inevitable and it can be really, really amazing. So when it comes to this, when it comes to life experience, things are going to happen over which you have zero control. And I mean none whatsoever. You can do nothing about traffic on the highway. You can't do anything about somebody dumping you in a relationship situation. You can't help it if your boss decides to lay you off. By and large, change is going to occur whether you like it or not. And you're going to have a reaction to an unexpected situation. It's going to be a result. It's going to be a consequence. It's going to be something that's going to cause you to react. And when you react, that visceral, immediate 
activity of the reaction isn't entirely in your control because all of us are programmed in certain ways to respond to certain things. Some people get incredibly angry with changes. Some people get deftly quiet and just deeply thoughtful, and everybody does this differently. The thing is this, feelings and emotions are in your control, but this is where toxic positivity often gets things all wrong. Toxic positivity implies that you can ignore, disregard, and put on blinders to any feelings or emotions that are not positive. You can pretend like negativity never happens and you can just ignore that it's going on. However, that's not true. In fact, almost nothing could be farther from the truth. Bad things can, will, and do happen. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter whether you're a good person, a bad person, or just a person in between. Things happen. And when these things happen, you're going to have a reaction to it. And that reaction immediately in that moment might not be something wholly yours to control. Shock is a thing. Trauma is a thing. And the reaction it produces in us, we generally can't do much about because in that moment, your body, your brain, your heart, your soul go, ah, what the what? And you might not be able to do anything about it. You can, over time, work on this and alter where you go forward from that. Here's the thing to keep in mind. The what of a feeling is very different from the how of the feeling. The what is the label, whereas the how is the presentation. And the how, by and large, is pretty much what the emotion is. It's the nature of the reaction. So when you get angry, that's the what, but the how is gonna vary depending on the situation. Your anger might be red hot, on fire, and burning. Or it could be ice cold, chill as all get out, and freezing. Or somewhere in between. Some people shout, some people become deftly quiet, but everybody has a different how when it comes to their feelings and their emotions. What's more? And this is where this gets really complicated. Sometimes what produced a negative emotion and reaction yesterday produces a positive emotion and reaction tomorrow. It all depends on your life experience. Life is in constant motion. That's a grand, glorious truth because nobody is stagnant unless they choose to be stagnant. You're not stuck somewhere unless you stick yourself somewhere. Your situation might suck. There might be elements that you have little to no control over, but overall, your life, your life experience is yours to choose and control. One of my favorite quotes from Yoda is, always in motion is the future. No matter what you plan, you have no control over what might occur. You can have brilliant plans for things. You can lay out a glorious idea for your life. And the next thing you know, something happens that, well, you didn't see that coming. And now everything's thrown off. Well, what do you do with that? You get to choose going forward what happens after that initial shock, that initial surprise, and the visceral reaction it produces. Because life is in a constant state of motion, you get to choose how you feel and you get to choose what you feel. 
but, and this is deeply, deeply important here, you can only do this in the here and now. And that's because you can only truly experience your emotions and your feelings here and now. You cannot look back in the past and correctly talk about an emotion you had, about the feeling you were feeling at the time, because guess what? It's the past. It's been colored by your other experiences, by your education, by your situations, by all sorts of factors largely out of your control. And memory is utterly imperfect. Look at nostalgia. People develop a nostalgia for things being a certain way and from a certain perspective of them being better. But oftentimes, nostalgia is completely misaligned when it comes to reality. It's not true. It's an idealized concept that is not whatever was. And for some people, that's extremely disconcerting. It's this whole idea that they want to go back to a happier, pleasanter time that never actually existed. The thing is this, you cannot control what your future is going to look like and how it's going to make you feel and the emotions that you're going to have are going to be in flux. Accepting this, recognizing it, acknowledging it empowers you and it empowers you in the moment, right here and now, to take control of your feelings and emotions. It's a lot easier than you might think, too. It doesn't require some great meditation. It doesn't need to be a lengthy process. All you have to do is pause, get still, center yourself, and ask, what am I feeling? Well, once you've asked what you're feeling, you begin to see, well, what am I feeling right now? Then when you ask, how am I feeling? What is it? How is that feeling being produced? You now, by asking this question, get an answer. And once you have that answer, you can say, well, this isn't working for me. I need to change it. And then you can go ahead and change it. You have the power to make your life how you desire for it to be. It might present different challenges for different people. Your situation might make it easier or harder, depending on who you are and where you are and what you've got going on. But when you work with your self-awareness, you were empowered to make choices and decisions to make your life how you best desire for it to be. And that, to me, is pretty damned amazing. Let's get into this week's Applied Guidance for Mindfulness tool. Here's how to know what you're thinking and what and how you're feeling right here and right now. I talk about this often, but I want to give you a tool to actually be mindful. This is an active conscious awareness tool. This is how you actually set this in motion, and it's a way to make it visceral and immediate. You need to set aside approximately five minutes. Then you need to place yourself somewhere comfortable where you will be uninterrupted and undistracted. Now, set a timer for two minutes. Start the timer. Take as deep a breath as you can in. Hold it for a silent two count, then exhale. Repeat this, breathe in, breathe out, until the timer goes off. Once the timer's gone off and you've done the breathing, you should be centered and so ask yourself, what am I thinking? Pause a moment. Think about it. Then write down the answer. Don't overanalyze it. Be present here and now because that's where the answer is. 
Now that you've asked that question, ask yourself this question. What am I feeling? Think about it. Write it down. Again, don't overthink it. Write down the answer that comes to you right now. And then finally ask yourself this. How am I feeling? Think about that, then write it down. Once you've done this, look over what you've written. Let it soak in because it's not somebody else's thoughts and feelings. These are yours. And when you're aware of your thoughts and feelings in this moment, you gain control. And this makes you utterly, truly, genuinely self-aware. This can be deeply empowering because from here, you can choose all sorts of different things to make your life how you most desire for it to be. So once you've done this, this is a repeatable thing. And sometimes you can do this with less than five minutes, make it two minutes, and just do 30 seconds of deep breathing before you ask these questions. In time, you won't even have to write it down. But this is how you set yourself up to be mindful, to be consciously aware here and now. And that is self-awareness for everyone. Thanks for joining me this week. I hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and working with other tools for optimizing your life experience. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at author at mjbleehart.com. You can follow me on social media via Instagram at mjbleehart, on TikTok at mjbleehart72, and on Facebook at bleehartmj. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show. Thank you to Fee Mahoney. She's the creator of my original cover art. Please take a moment to visit her Etsy shop at Talia's Inspirations. Please visit my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn at titaniumdawn.com, as well as at mjbleehart.medium.com. And check out my ever-growing number of published sci-fi and fantasy novels on Amazon and soon other online retailers. I hope you're discovering how self-awareness works hand-in-hand with mindfulness and can be applied to improve your life experience as well as that of the people around you. Be kind, compassionate, and your own self-aware creator, whatever form that takes. And please be mindful that you are worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be. Namaste. Namaste.